everyone, what's up? It's ARW Raw, and we are here today with a very, very, very special guest, Maya Dyson of the Recording Academy. How are you today, Queen? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. It's just been a super busy day. So blessed. Just submitted my Grammy nominations and been having a lot of meetings and been getting a lot done today. And, you know, I'm ready for a week of productivity and balance. That's something I've really been focusing on. Great. We love a very successful week. We love that. We love it. What about you? I, I know you said earlier we were talking that you're relaxing today. I'm glad to hear it. Yes, yeah, just relaxing. Um, well, the top of this weekend, last weekend was pretty busy for me. So I've just been taking some days this week just to rebalance myself. <laughs> right. And I know that you just did a huge show in D.C. Could you tell me some more about that? Because D.C. is my hometown. And I know your yes. family lives over there. So shout out to the DMV, first of all. Yeah, shout out to the DMV. Hey! <laughs> um, yeah, so my mom just recently retired. She's been a teacher for 35 years. Wow. Um, so, yes, congrats to her, too. Um, this Congrats to her. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so we um, had a retirement party for her this past weekend, and it was great. Um, I was actually in charge of the music, so, of course, I hired all my friends. Um, <laughs> I had some friends from D.C. to come in and DJ, and then... I had two friends from LA to come out, some friends from Atlanta, and then one of my best friends, she flew in from Kenya. Oh my um, God, you really brought out everyone for this. Yeah, I had to bring out the heavy hitters. (laughs) Period. Oh my God, that's so exciting. So cool you brought everyone out, and I'm sure they were all so stoked for you on your Billboard article and all of your cool stuff. Like That's how I found you at first, because when the day I was accepted to the Recording Academy, dude, I fucking freaked out. I lost my shit. I was like, what? There is no way. And then one week later, exactly, I found out Playboy wanted me to model for their Centerfold site, which is their new influencer platform. So I was like, holy shit, like, this is all such good opportunities. Now let me do some networking and see who I can get on the show. So I started Googling, okay, list of Recording Academy 2020-22. I just said, I said 2020. 22. It's been a long day (laughs) of nominees and people um, going into the class right now. And then this whole article came up with you mentioned Miss Queen. And I was like, oh, my God, this girl's awesome. Let me check out her music. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, like your music is so good. Like, I just love your vibe at first. But then when I saw your music, I was like, wait a minute. Like, this is... Uh. You're just really talented. So that's how I found you in the first place. Thank you so much. (laughs) That just made my day. I think it's, of course, Queen, I love your energy. And like, maybe we'll do a song together one day. Who knows? Like, I'm all about making rap music about like being positive and like your affirmations and your manifestations. And that's what my music's all about. And like the fact that I can inspire people like this and like get people like you on the show and like affect your life positively is all that matters to me, you know? Yeah, I love that. I know your music has a very similar message. I would love if you could talk a little bit about like how you got where you are now, like the message of your music, the exact genre of your music. Cause I'm sure you're like me in a sense where you want to be like genreless. Like you want your music to just like have its own. Yeah. Just speak for itself. Exactly. Exactly. Like I hate being like, Oh, it's rap music. Oh, it's R and B. It's pop. This song is this, this song's rock influence. This is like, I mean, I will, I will say that I'm definitely like heavily influenced by R and B. Right. But, like, with pop influences. Um, but, yeah, mainly, like, up-tempo, mid-tempo-ish kind of R&B. Mo- I don't want to say modern R&B, but I guess you could slide that in, too, if you want. That sounds very accurate based on, <laughs> based on what I've heard. <laughs> Thanks. 
Yeah, um, I honestly, well, I've been singing for a long time. I've been singing since I was seven, but I didn't really start writing my own music until I was maybe like 17, 18. Um, And then I went to Berklee College of Music. um, And there I really just learned how to hone in on my artistry, um, just like learning. Yeah, my sister's boyfriend was there for a guitar. Dope, dope. It seems like a really good school where you can learn a lot. Like, did you learn a lot about the business side or was it more your craft that you honed in on? Um, It was a little bit of both because I went to school for performance and music business. And then also um, I was doing my own artistry. So it was just like trying to balance everything at the same time while also being a (laughs) student. Yeah. And everybody thinks I I can totally relate to that because I got two degrees at once from USC for business and for entertainment, specifically in business. So it was like a lot. I totally get you. Yeah. That's crazy, um, then, though. So, like, you did all of that at once, and then when did you graduate? I graduated in 2018. Oh, my gosh. I'm kind of jealous because I graduated in 2020, so we never got a real graduation. Oh. <laughs> I know my Aww. best friend and I are going to Mexico next month to finally celebrate graduating. <laughs> well, that sounds fun. I know. I know. But that, that's crazy. Okay, so, like, 2018, you graduated, right? Then what did you start doing after that? Um, once I graduated, I moved to Atlanta. So I've been in Atlanta since 2018. Nice. And you've been and doing full-time music there. Do you do other jobs, like a day job, or do you full-time do music? Uh, full-time music, but I also teach. So I teach voice lessons um, throughout the week. And then weekends, oh. I'm gigging or doing shows or just, you know, like, whatever stuff pops up. Like, random stuff pops up all the time. But I know, um, right? Stuff always pops up for us artists. Mm-hmm. It's really convenient. Yeah, That's awesome that you do convenient. all of that. And where do you find most of your gigs? Are they mostly like word of mouth stuff? Yeah, word of mouth. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, some people like find me on social media, but uh, word of mouth. That's so cool. That's really awesome. And how did you find yourself in the position to be nominated for the Academy? Were, did, were you aware that you had people recommending you? Were you, were you yeah, aware so... of the, uh, the article that was going to come out about you and all of this? Well, I didn't know about the article, but um, the Recording Academy, my friend Gene Moore, uh, we actually both sing background for Indie Irie, but he is also a Motown gospel artist, and he's head of the Texas chapter, uh, Recording Academy chapter, so he asked me if I'm a part of it, and I was like, no, so he recommended me, and then I had another friend um, who's in India's band as well, his name is Charles, um, Charles and Mark Garner, and he recommended me as well, too, so I had two really great friends, um, to recommend me that's so <laughs> awesome yeah my um my music lawyer was the one who was my attorney she was like oh you're not part of the academy yet i was like no she was like i'm surprised damn and then she was like i already used my two recommendations but um hit up this guy who i'm friends with to see if he'll recommend you so i like did a call with this guy and he checked out my music and my podcast and all of my you know videos and my modeling stuff and he was like oh yeah you definitely need the recording academy so he recommended me and then this other woman who i met randomly at the beverly hills hotel who was Tom Petty's DJ was like, I just like your vibe and I want to recommend you. Do you have, do you need another recommendation? Cause she was asking. Oh, that's really that. sweet. Yeah. So I was like, Oh no, I don't. I, I totally didn't expect her to do all of that for me, but she like went through and talked directly to the LA chapter. And she was like, this girl needs to be in the songwriting wing of the Academy. She needs to be in the young um, inventors side of things. Like they have like a whole sub chapter here. And I was like, that's crazy because I'm only 24, you know, and I started doing music when I was 19. So that's what like, is so insane to me. Like, I've only been doing this five years and I'm getting like one of the highest mm-hmm. designations. Like that's, I mean, obviously we're not like winning Grammys, right? Like we're part of the voting Academy. Like we're in the, you know, we're in the position to be in these um, events and these meeting people, but like, that's a huge honor in and of itself. 
Yeah, no, that's amazing. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, I think it's so cool that people like you and me could meet and connect and stuff through the Academy. And I hope there's a lot of events that are online, both online and in person, because obviously I want to meet people in person, you know, but like, I want to meet people like right. you online as well, who like are from different places and like there's similar interests and, you know, all of that. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um, it's definitely open me to like meeting new people, especially um, like social media, like Instagram. A lot of people have reached out to me, um, honestly, just with the hashtag that they had us use. I found so many different artists and like people that do different things. So it's already starting to be really cool. Yeah, same here. I had so many people message me because just because I was using the hashtag I am the Academy. Mm hmm so insane and like i totally didn't expect the acceptance like i was like i was really hoping for it you know i was manifesting it but i was like shoot like i hope i get this i hope i get playboy i hope i can like, right. do all these things and like i also just finished this incredible acting class with this really famous coach named leslie khan i was like i hope she accepts me i, I was hoping on a lot of things at once and all of them lined up and i was like wow like really that's beautiful it, yeah it is beautiful and like i'm jewish so like, i definitely believe in like god in some level but like i totally believe in the universe as well so like mm -hmm. i could totally see like the universe like and god and all these things like lining things up for me because if you really believe in something you can make it happen like for sure but, but all those all those entities like god the universe manifesting like that's not gonna happen if your goal is like i want to be rich or like i want to right you know what i mean i want to win an oscar it's like those are not like achievable right. goals, what are you like, gonna in one, in one it's thing more like the in between what are you gonna do Exactly. In it's like, it's like, what? It's like you need to manifest happen. things that are going to help you to get to those goals. Exactly. So it's like, don't manifest winning an Oscar. Manifest getting booked more on set. Don't manifest, you know, performing at Coachella. Manifest getting good gigs. You know what I mean? Like all of these things yeah. need to be taken in steps. And I think our generation doesn't really accept that enough. I guess if you graduate in 2018, are you 26? Yes. Okay. So I guess, great. So you are in my generation. So I'm like, okay, I can constantly <laughs> say this because I feel like everyone in our generation just like doesn't, besides like the few people like us and like other really hardworking people, like they just think they can sit there and get famous online or get, you know, money or get success. Like a lot of people I know and a lot of people I've worked with have that attitude that like they are entitled to the success and like they deserve everything and like without doing any work. And I feel like that's a really big issue with our generation. Mm -hmm. No, you're exactly right. Because everything's, like, so instant. Like, oh, Instagram or, like, TikTok or, like, you know, like, all of that. And, like, they don't understand, like, the process that goes behind, like, us making our albums or singles or, like, making merch or, like, putting shows together or, like, doing photo right. shoots or video shoots. And it's, like, that's why at this point almost, like, I've just completely accepted the fact that I'm cool with, like, just doing music as, like, my passion. Because, like, the second it becomes work for you, then it's, like, boom. Like, you know what I mean? You're not – it is still work for me, but it's, like – does that make sense? Like, it's, it's still my passion. Mm -hmm it's still my passion and like my focus is putting out great music making great videos putting myself in the position to be always elevating and like I think I got really too hung up on doing like the LA gig scene for so long like oh if I just do the Viper Room headliner then this will happen if I just do the Whiskey A Go Go thing this will happen but it's like honestly in my opinion and I want to hear your thoughts I feel like do it if you have to financially slash like time wise choose what you're going to do gigs versus putting out new music I'm always going to say new music hands down um yes I feel that to an extent only because like as a full-time musician you have to take those gigs in order to pay for your lifestyle if that makes sense and then you're also I look at it as I am financing my career so if I have no finances to finance yeah exactly. my career then I, don't, I think it's a little bit of both I totally think it's for a little me. bit of both too and I'm looking for a good bookings person because right now I don't have any good bookings person 
mm-hmm. it makes it really hard in LA because there's a lot of like scammy type promoters. You know what I mean? Yeah. I How do you get that. your bookings, if I may ask? Um, a lot of it's just me. People will call me. Um, so cool. Word of mouth. Um, but no, like you said, again, I do need somebody to help me with that because it's just hard juggling everything at once. Yeah, and I'm reaching doing out it. to places and then like yeah. all the promotion. Like, I'm hoping through the Recording Academy, I can meet a new manager because I've had two managers in the past who were not so good. And I'm looking mm-hmm. to like work with someone who can get me good bookings, who can help me facilitate everything just because there's so much going on for me right now. Yeah. I totally I definitely feel, that. feel that. A manager would definitely help. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> But it's very inspiring to see you get a lot of gigs because it's just like in L.A., girl, like I- I'm sure you've been to L.A. a ton of times because you're in music. Mm-hmm. But it's like you see how fucking fake people here are like like there would be people who like would get me gigs and it would come across as good on the surface. But then they would take so much money or they put me in bad position where I can't promote in time to the point where it was like I was killing myself, like breaking my back to do these gigs, you know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I need to be with someone good who's going to like facilitate things so that I can be successful. And make that money as well, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. like manager would be good, because then they'll be, like, motivated, like, hey, I'm making a percentage of this girl's stuff, you know? Oh, that's real. And it knocks out some of the scammers, like, up front. You don't really have to deal with that kind of stuff. Right, exactly. Have you had management in the past? Um, No. Well, I mean, my dad used to manage me. Um, But recently, it's just been me. Yeah. It's just been me too. I totally feel that. And it's it just the fact that we're in the recording academy and the fact that you were like in a billboard article that you're you're like probably way more famous than me, but you know what I mean? Like the fact that I'm in the same category as you, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like we're all doing this shit and like make it happen. It's crazy. Like the the impact it has. Yeah. And it's crazy how everything just happens when you just least expect it. Right. And I followed your Spotify because that's where I listen. And I loved your song, I Won. Like, that's my favorite song by you. And like, Oh, thank some, you. Something that really inspires me about you, Maya, is, like, you're like me. Like, you don't care that you don't have, like, 30 million listeners. You don't care you're not verified. Like, you're just doing what you know you need to do. And I think we need more people mm-hmm. like us in the world. Like, do you know how many people I deal with every day who are like, why are you verified yet if you're still, like, famous at rapping? Or, like, why right. aren't you sad <clears throat> actor yet and it's like everything's coming in time like we're still mm-hmm. so young and we're hustling and like I just want to shed a light on the music industry how how many scammers there are out there not just for gigs but for music marketing for management for promotion it's just like there's so many scammers like there's you know what I mean everywhere you turn no one can be real with you yeah is my perspective on it no that's very real and it's like hard to watch because it's like I'm sure you like in Atlanta like my best friend just moved there and she's living in, um, I don't know what the suburbs called, but she got a good apartment there. Okay. It, it's so many different surroundings. It's by like this nice mall apparently um, that has like Chanel or something. I have no, she was like going on about this, but <laughs> it's, uh, I, I couldn't even tell you the name of this place, but she said like, oh, like the rent's so good and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, cannot relate because LA rent is crazy. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, Basically, my whole my whole uh, side tangent on this whole Atlanta thing is like the fact that you are in Atlanta puts you in a good position because you are down there and you can get a lot of gigs and it's like you can live there and like support yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I work like six jobs to be able to pay my fucking rent and bills and stuff and be able to support my career. It's insane. Wow. Like I, I mean, do social media management. I do acting. I do music. I do modeling for Playboy. I do social media management for other clients and myself. I do two podcasts. 
And I own my own production company with my boyfriend. So it's very... Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And like, you know how LA is. It's like crazy out here. It's like, I'm just trying to find time for myself, have some time to myself to like, you know, just live my life and stuff. And that's why I try to focus on like taking weekends and then on the weekdays do my work. But like weekends, I need weekends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same for me. I just kind of like pick... Because weekends, I'm I'm usually gigging, oh yeah. If you're so working on the weekend, then you find a day. Yeah, I like yeah. pick a Mondays. Mondays. Yeah, it all depends on what, what my schedule is for the week. But I totally feel that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just want to say that like it's very refreshing to see someone like you making it happen. Like just just going for it. What what is your focus these days? On are you working on new music? Are you focusing on getting new gigs? What is your focus right now? Um, so right now I am working on two projects. One is almost done. Um, it's a meditation project. So it's just different soundscapes that I put together, um, that I put together for this company, but they're not on their uh, page anymore. So I just kind of revamped all of the tracks and added different instruments, added sound bowls and stuff. So I'm excited for that one because it's something different i've never done it before so um i'm excited about that one maya that sounds so cool i didn't even know you're a producer as well yeah it's just a little bit (laughs) maybe next time you're in la i gotta bring you to the studio because i myself i just wrapped my song centerfold i just wrapped the permanent vacation music video last weekend and now i'm working on a new song i don't even know what it's called yet but i just finished the beat on friday okay with my producer i don't make beats to be clear with you I'm not a producer. I'm a TV yeah. film producer and music video producer, but I'm not like a music producer. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't say like I'm the best, but just enough to get some ideas out. I mean, the fact that you're doing it is like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> like that's pretty cool. Like I consider that really awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's really cool, and I think that um, you shouldn't listen to anyone trying to bring you down. You have to focus on the positivity because. Recently, we were just talking about this on the show last week. There are some people in my life who have had really negative reactions to me working with um, Recording Academy Grammys, working with Playboy Centerfold, you know, working with these great directors and music producers I'm working with. And I'm like, you're just haters. Like, you were just haters undercover as friends. Like, if you don't support me making huge moves like I support you, then we can't be friends. Yeah. And I yeah, think that really I mean, exposes how some people are very, like, jealous and insecure. And, like, I can't surround myself with that vibration. I can only surround myself with, like, the highest vibration and good energy. Yeah. I need to receive the energy that I put out. I definitely feel that. It just, it becomes hard when there's people in your life who aren't so, <clears throat> so, you know, I don't even know how to say this. Like, there are just people who you thought supported you, but then once you get to a certain level, they, like, show their true colors, and you're like, well, damn. Yep. They see the true them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then, when you're pursuing your craft and pursuing your passion, there's always going to be people who are doubting you and judging you, and, like, you got to let go of those people. Yeah, but... I feel like I'm glad that I want it to happen early. <laughs> like, just Me too, because once you're way. famous like Beyonce or something or like Billie Eilish, it's like, I mean, who's to say any of us will be on that level eventually, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like once you reach your maximum fame potential or your success potential, people are going to start popping out of the woodwork and be acting fucked up. And it's like, I'm glad I can remove those people from my life once I know, okay, now I know, move yeah. on, rather than 
once I'm on that level, wonder, what, are, are they fake? Are they real? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. And I'm always open in my life for new friends. Like, I would definitely consider you a new friend. If you're ever in town, let me know. Like, I, got I love you. connecting with people about good energy. You know what I mean? I think I think your vibe is so cool. And I love how in all your art and your photos, you use, like, different colored lights. And you use, like, meditation sounds and stuff. Like, I could totally hear that vibe in your music. Like, it's, it's really cool. You're very healing energy. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah. it. Um, and then I'm also working on new music, too. That's just taking a little bit longer um, right. just because, like, money. Need that. <laughs> I know. So. It, it costs so much, dude. Like, my producer, I have a deal with him. That's a really good deal. But it's still a lot of money for me because, like, the hourly is still pretty pricey. But that's what it takes if you want to own all your own stuff. You know what I mean? Work. Mm-hmm. You own everything. Yeah. Do you yeah. operate that way as well? Is that why it get, becomes expensive? Um. Well, I am lucky enough to have some friends that I work with and produce with. So the beats and stuff that is doable um it's mostly just like mixing mastering videos um yeah the video copyright me oh my god all of the copyright and then and then doing the visuals and then doing yeah yeah marketing very expensive you spent a lot of money on marketing um i just recently started so i mean not too much money sorry if you don't mind my asking, what do you use? Because I'm looking for something legit. I, I can't find anything legit to this day. Well, I haven't used anyone's company yet. Um, I do have a friend that does marketing, um, but I can send you their information. Um, but yeah, I have yet to like work with any companies that have reached out to me only because, I don't know, that's just a little bit sketch. Sometimes. I know, it gets really sketch. <laughs> it gets hard. It gets really hard when you're looking for for people to do your marketing because it, it gets really expensive and then it, it gets really like is this real you know what I mean? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, so it's a struggle, but definitely new music. Um, and oh, I'm putting together my first show with a friend here in Atlanta, so that's gonna be interesting because I haven't like curated my own show yet, so I'm actually excited to get into that. That's so cool. What does that involve? Um, I'm going to look for two other female singers in Atlanta. Um, but me and my friend John Day, she's a really dope R&B artist here in Atlanta, too. Um, we're going to get together and put together a show here. So we're actually like in the very beginning stages of putting it together. But that is a project I'm working on um, doing before the year ends. I love that. I'm just working on getting as many singles out and created that I can right That's now dope. just like focusing on that just like getting my shit out there you know what i mean it, it becomes mm-hmm. so it becomes so um daunting to get to get put in that position yeah. where you're like in charge of all of your own stuff but like at the end of the day like unless you're in charge of your own stuff who else is gonna do it you know what i mean right the only there's only you mm-hmm. and only it. you can be serious about your stuff that's yeah only you can be committed and i think that's a good that's a good point a lot of people don't understand that <laughs> yeah i don't know like it's it's important to be about your craft it's important to be focused on you and your goals and i think it's really cool that you're doing that and that you're so focused on your goals and your hustles thank you that's so cool 
Yeah. So I guess the next topic I have to ask you is like, how do you see yourself um, like having a family and having like a having like a, a life aside from music, being in the industry and living this crazy life we live? Um, sorry, I have to drink some water. Oh, um, no, you're all good. <clears throat> I do think about it often because I am getting a little bit older, um, but I'm not ready to like have a family right now. If that makes sense. There's just so many goals that I have for myself. Um, I know that, that doesn't make to. sense because I see people around me having kids and stuff and it's like well it gets really hard once you're like working on your own craft and like mm-hmm. and you're in that position and like for example my boyfriend's also an actor and a producer and a musician so it's like a lot of like balance you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like how can we do that you know what I mean yeah maybe soon in the future but not right now <laughs> yeah and like you're focused on you and like I think that's important because like some people you know, especially in our society today, some people can't choose whether or not they want to have kids now because of the uh, situation with, mm-hmm. you know, Roe versus Wade and like the race war in our country and the anti-Semitism in our country and everything in our country where like, you know, oh, you think you're able to get an abortion or you think you're able to plan your life. But no, because you're this gender, or this identity or whatever, you can't do this. And you mm-hmm. can't do that because we said so. Right. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? But like, I feel lucky that that I'm in a place where I can have access to that. You know, I've never had an abortion or something, but like, I don't know. This is just such a relevant topic right now. I'm just like, it, it's crazy to see that some people don't have control over their life. Like yeah. how we have control it's, over it's our lives. It's pretty sad. We're lucky that we can be in this position we're in, you know, making music, being independent women, doing our thing. Yeah. It's crazy. It is definitely a privilege. I can say that. I'm blessed to do what I'm doing. I feel like mm-hmm. you are too. We're like out here doing it. We're making it happen. Yeah. It's not easy, but when you just sit back and realize everything that, you know, you've done and that you're doing, it's like, wow, okay, I got this. Yeah. And you kind of see like, oh, it doesn't really matter like when things happen as long as you keep going. Like there's people who it happens for them at 29. There's people it happens for them at 50 there's people you know like for example my acting class taught me this like I just graduated from Leslie Kahn's comedy intensive and now I'm going into training with this other great coach named Jackie and I'm furthering my studies with Leslie and I've really seen from doing the class that so many people think once you're like 30 in this industry of music and acting and modeling you know anything entertainment related it's like oh well now I'm too old to do it it's like but why why do you think that like what made you think that and there was a guy in our class who um admitted you know hey i'm insecure because i'm over 50 and i'm just starting and it's like she's like and the teachers are like why why you know (laughs) there's no better time to start than now and like you can't limit yourself to like what society or pop culture says oh you're 30 better have kids better stop doing the crazy shit you're doing you know what i mean right it's like and and it was refreshing to see an older actor just starting off or or you know older musicians making it for themselves like making it happen you know because for me, I started when I was 19 and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to blow up right away. And yeah, I had a manager who made my shit go viral. But that got me banned from a lot of establishments and a lot of sites. And, you know, when you make a video that's crazy like that and you're told to act a certain way and do certain things for views, it's going to fuck you up. Hmm. In the long run, it's only going to fuck you up. And don't listen to people telling you to do bullshit. Because yeah. I want to take the fast track, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, hey, I could take the fast track to make this happen. But it's like, no, at the end of the day, that's actually fucked. Like, you're actually fucking yourself over. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah. now I only do things that are true to me and my brand. 
Like, I did a whole fucking edit of, like, everything that's out there about me online and, like, made sure it's all stuff that I feel happy with, you know? Like, hey, this is me. This is who I am. This is stuff I do. Like, I don't need people telling me who I am anymore or what to do or what to say or how to dress or how yeah. to act. As you should. As yeah, you period. Should. And it's like, I don't need that energy in my life. And, like, I think not enough musicians and creatives realize that. Like, the fact that I'm able to live here off of my own skill sets and, like, be in L.A. hustling and doing it and, like, be getting booked and, like, getting things going for me and, like, making studio sessions, making music, making all these things happen. You know, it just shows that it's all about perseverance. It's all about believing in yourself. Like, one of my favorite artists is Pink. And she's someone who, like, came from nothing. And she literally, like, had to live in this music producer's house for, like, 10 years before she made it out here. Wow. And it's crazy because it's, like, by that time she had hits. Like, I'm not talking, like, she lived there for 10 years and then she had a hit. No. Her first hit was, like, Get the Party Started or whatever the fuck that song is called. And literally, she still couldn't afford to live on her own and she lived with Linda Perry. So it's crazy to think Mm. about, like, you know, what people have to do to get their start and, like, how long it takes for people to be, like, fully stable and fully supported with what they're doing. It's just insane. Like, last week I had my friend from acting class on the show um, who's had a lot of success, but she hasn't, like, had actual success in L.A. yet. And she was, like, very... um, hopeful for her success here and i'm like you should be girl because we're out here doing it like yeah don't just what people's bullshit ideas are or what they say about like you're never gonna make it da, da, da. like that's just people who are salty that they never made it like you have to keep a good attitude and keep a good mindset and be motivated and it will happen for you yeah you can't really compare i know it's hard but you can't compare yourself to people everybody yeah. has their own journey everyone so. has their own journey exactly and there's nothing you can do to like follow a path like it's not like, oh, you're becoming a doctor. Great. Okay, work at this hospital and do this and do this fellowship. And now you're a doctor. Yeah. Like, there is no path. And I think no- more people need to hear that. Even doctors take, like, years to finally be a doctor. So it's just like, okay, the same energy should be given towards musicians or and creatives. Yeah. 100%. So with your project right now, how many songs is on the new project with your personal music? It's going to be five songs. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, me too. It's been it's been too long. You I've been releasing singles. Like, demos or something. I want to hear it. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. I've been releasing singles, but I haven't really released a full body of project. Uh, f- sorry, a full body of work since 2017. Wow. Yeah, the last time I did an EP was 2020, and I think I want to do an album next, but it's, like, right now I'm focused on getting more singles and more videos out, just because, like, getting my name out there, I have a pretty high rank on the IMDb star meter right now for acting. I'm I'm getting in these classes and getting in these positions of, like, getting roles and making it happen, and I'm just, like, I want to focus on everything right now, you know what I mean? The bigger picture, my entire media career. And then mm-hmm. once I have more, like, finances and more, like, ability to just, like, have time to sit down and make like a whole album i'll be like okay i want to do that but right now i'm like single music video single music video you know what i mean yeah that's and as smart. of now i'm just doing my own promo that's smart yeah and i think like until you have good like we were saying until you have good promo people or until you know someone's like legit you shouldn't work with them like i'm always like hey can you send a contract for my attorney and all the time people are like then they fucking never respond because they know they were about to scam me and that's why <laughs> i know they're about to scam me yeah it's just hard in this industry because, like, for example, no one can connect you to sync licensing people. No one can connect you to management. 
no one can connect you to TV film licensing people. You know what I mean? It's like no one's gonna do it for you. Like you need to get out there. And you have to people. do the work. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm in that part of my life, right, where I'm like 24. I've been out of college two years now. I've been hustling. I've been working a ton. Been making my money and putting it into my business. Like straight up, all my money goes into my career. So it's like, you know, right now we're at the grind point of like hustling and making it happen. Mm-hmm. And you have. Yeah, to it's be gonna cool pay with that. off. And you have to be cool with that. Yeah. Do you have any advice for me since you're like two years older? Like, like since you just came out of that period of your life, like just finished college, like all of that. Um, I still feel like I'm in a position of still figuring stuff out. Um, and it's just like taking things day by day and continuing to push. I feel like you're already doing a good job of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank just, you. Like, that means pushing. that really made my day. Thank you. That means a lot because like I don't hear that enough. You know, I always hear like you should be doing more. You should be doing more. But it's like I'm doing the most I can. Like yeah, while. no, you're already doing a lot. So <laughs> it's, sit in that and be proud of yourself. Totally. Sometimes. And it's refreshing mm-hmm. to hear that from a fellow artist. Like when I first looked you up, I was like, I knew she, I knew, I was like, I knew she'd be a great guest for this podcast. Cause she is well-spoken. Like I saw all your shit online. Like you have a good message and not enough artists these days have that message. So many artists are just like, for example, this one artist I know, Oh, I want to be on an MTV show and have them like make a whole story about this fake part of my life and like make a whole expose and like pretend this person's my friend and then pretend these people are, whatever and rent this mansion it's like okay so what is your goal you know what i mean like are you just trying mm-hmm. to get clout are you just trying to flex like i just don't get it you know what i mean and that's why i distance myself from people like that because i i try to gravitate for people like you who are like you have actual goals like you have ambition you have releases planned you have you know things set out for your life that you're making happen and you don't just fucking sit there and be like i just want to be famous and i want to get a rolls royce you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, there's so many people like that, and it just like disgusts me to see people like that, and it just makes it so. I don't know, like pulling teeth to work with people like that or be around them. It's like I just don't need that energy. No, thank you. And there's too many artists like that these days. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like the whole clout culture and like people just like fucking doing cultural appropriation and like doing this thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like it might be cool now, but over time, it's not really gonna age well. Like, right, it's just happening right now right literally um, but i don't really like, see I don't know white people who pretend to be black and it's like can you just stop like appropriating black people's culture and let black people be black like <laughs> what the fuck is your problem yeah it's a little weird <laughs> i think it's weird. and i especially i like to talk about this topic because that's what my old manager tried to get me to do and it's like i'm not okay with that and like i like to tell everyone i'm not okay with that like i don't want people mm-hmm. to think oh i'm cool with that or anything that's fucked up and I don't think it's acceptable. And I think there's too much people, too many people on TikTok and, you know, on, on um, like SoundCloud who are trying to do that, put on accents and put on uh, act. And I think it's fucked up. Yeah. And it's, it's not even just toward black people now. It's toward the Asian cultures as well. You know, have you heard about the people trying to get surgeries to look like the guys from BTS and all of that? I haven't heard of that. Look it up after the podcast. There's like these British people who are trying to like, they're like, no, I'm Korean because I got surgery to look Korean. It's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, you're just taking people's culture. Like, what the fuck? But, like, that just weirds me out. It's like, just make a just make a career off of who you are. Don't try to pretend to be someone else. Because yeah. that's not going to age. It's not going to work for you at the end of the day. It's just going to make you look like shit and, and hurt people. Mm. That's... It's hard to watch. Yeah. Like, hey, it's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And like as someone, you know, like I'm turning 25 in November and that's like a, qu- a quarter of a century. Like it's crazy to think about like, wow, like I'm turning 25 and like I've already done all this stuff for myself and like looking back on everything I've done so far, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Um, and I like to ask a lot of my guests, you know, similarly to a lot of talk shows like, uh, you know, Conan or like fucking Jimmy Fallon, you know, what is the what is the like pinnacle of your success of your career so far? Like what? moment where you like damn i'm fucking making it like this shit is happening for me um i i wouldn't say it was a moment where i felt like i made it but it was definitely a moment that i will never forget let's um, hear it i sang background for solange on <gasps> snl and beyonce was there so she saw us perform we went to the after party and beyonce was there it was just it was a great night it was cool jay-z so was awesome. there yeah it was really fun that is kind of career making it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the so the show in general, just watching Solange um, rehearse and just watching her be the artist that she is, it was just an amazing experience. That's so cool. I'm like, I'm so happy to hear that for you. Like, it sounds like you really deserve everything that's happening for you. Like, unlike nowadays, where like, like I said, the clout people. You know, I'm tired of that. Yeah, I try not to surround myself with people like that either and my circle is kind of small so <laughs> yeah that's how I am too I can't be around clout chasers I ain't like that I feel I like... deal with that shit yeah I don't deal with that shit I don't give a fuck about that I'm like no 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 <laughs> I like to keep my energy on 100 like I don't like to spend time around people who don't get my vibe mm-hmm same. I think that there need to be more of us like this. Definitely. And there is. <laughs> there's a there, lot. Just, and there's you, just also... you just gotta find them. Mm-hmm. I think it's really pleasant to talk to people like you who like actually have a refreshing take on the industry. And like, I think that all of us need to like collab and build a better future because right now where things are going, it's like we need to go harder with, with our messaging and our helping the youth and everyone. Yeah. People, some people have to step up a little bit more. <laughs> people need to step up, but we need to have more people who are who are here for what we stand for, which is like equality and representing our generation in a good way. Like we want to work hard and we want to make it happen. And like I think that we need more energy like that. Yeah. Yep. I think that's key, and I think it's it'd be cool to like explore that further and I definitely am really open to hearing people's perspectives on music like the music industry is changing so much yes I agree yes I don't know I'm about it like it's 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 interesting to think about like how things are changing like how everything is different these days and every and all the ways of promoting ourselves and everything has changed and it's so saturated now (laughs) That's true, but then there you find a few gems here and there. You find a few gems, and you and you can you can yeah you can sort through and see what people are, what people's vibe is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that like another question I have for you is, where do you see yourself in five to ten years, goal wise, with your career? Like when you're, when you're um, at that point in your life, where do you see yourself? Um. Well, that's. Such, that's so long from now. I really don't really think about where I'll be in 10 years. I just kind of 
go with the flow. I feel like that's my life <laughs> and my career. I just kind of planned to be successful, but in between me now and the success that I see for myself, I just feel like I'm so stuck in the work and doing it in the grind that I forget to like, oh my gosh, where do I see myself when I'm done? Yeah, like wake up and see and be like, what What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the end of all this? Like, obviously, we all know the goal of end of all of it is like, be a successful artist who can live off your music and solely do music and solely do things you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the, the ultimate goal. goal. Yep. And then it's like, in what capacity is success to you? Like, do you want to be a superstar? Do you want to just be able to get as much money from your music and solely your music? That could be success too. Um, yeah. Do you want to tour the world? Like, the, once you get on a tour, is that success for you? Like, it's just so many different things. So many levels of, of success. There's so many different ways so. it can be taken. Like, for me personally, I want to be able to build a media empire and live off of that solely. My productions my music, mm-hmm. my music videos, my assets that will hopefully acquire like homes and, and great stock portfolios and such. And I want all of that to supply the finances for me to continue living my life and continue making new projects. Mm-hmm. Now, what is, the, what, 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 is your, what is your vision of success? Because I also want to tour, but I also want to be a mom. So I don't know, because I feel like that's going to be unfair to my kids if I did that. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I definitely see myself living off my music that I make, um, content that I make. I want to tour with my own music. Um, Fuck yeah, you should. <laughs> thanks. Um, I want to be able to give back. So like teaching kids, teaching uh, different people, like the stuff that I've learned um, over the years. And yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. And that's so inspiring to hear. And like, I definitely want to give back as well. I feel like I didn't touch on that. Like I want to, start an anti-bullying foundation um in my name and i want to make a ton of donations every year because i was bullied a lot as a kid for wanting to do music because being from dc you know like so many people would judge me and be like oh you think you're like in hollywood you're not you're fucking stupid and um i have an intellectual disability i have adhd so people call me like um really offensive words like retarded or like the k-word for jews and stuff like really bad stuff really offensive things and like it, it really hurt me and it really made me feel so bad about myself and like I don't want any kids to ever have to be in that position again. Like, I want there to be literally an organization that can step in and be like, this is unacceptable. Like, this kid's getting kicked out of the school. Like, we're putting them in a program. Mm -hmm. I want things to change. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think we have enough in this country right now um, protecting children against, especially online bullying, especially, like, direct threats through, like, messages and stuff. Like, I've just been through all of that. And, like, I don't want anyone else to have to go through that again. I want people to be able to be in a position where they are, allowed a space to be themselves and where they aren't put in a position where they're being bullied or where they're being harassed for being who they are mm-hmm. that's nice i love that yeah and like thank you and like i just part of my passion with that is like if i don't repeat to you right on this show like what people said to me or about me or whatever right okay then we're keeping a good vibe right like i could say that oh i don't want to bring the vibe down i don't want to talk about that but it's like mm-hmm. the more you don't talk about it, the more that type of stuff is going to get accepted as normal. The more that stuff's going to be generally accepted as acceptable. You know, we got to talk about these things and talk about issues. And I think that giving back to the next generation is the key. Yep. 
and I think like, the recording economy is only going to help me be able to do that more. Like the fact we can vote on like what records are going to be accepted for the for the nominations that year. The fact that we get to talk to these huge people. Like I've already made so many great connections in the, in the academy. My good friend Praise, he I met him through just through hashtags on Instagram, like you're saying, and he's mm-hmm. actually one of the biggest artists of Nigeria. So it was so wow. cool to talk to him on the podcast. I had him on like a few weeks ago. And he talked all about his fans in Nigeria, how he wants to come to America, all this stuff. And then apparently he got some reach outs from like American tour people from my podcast. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like the fact wow. that I have to, like the fact that I have enough listeners to provide a space for someone to like grow their fan base is insane. And like I hope that I can keep a good relationship with all my guests, like you, like everyone. Of course. Else, you know? And yeah, and like if you see any opportunities for me. I'll let me know and if I see any for you I'll let you know and I think we need to keep uh, a relationship like this in the industry I think people yeah. think oh I'm gonna keep all the gigs for myself but not everything's for you 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 know what I mean we all have different strengths and weaknesses and we can all help each mm-hmm. other yeah I definitely am big on building a community me too. that I'm helps each it. other mm-hmm. I'm all about it because not enough people are supportive these days it's like such a dog eat dog world right now and it's like you know especially with the recession I totally get it like people are really thirsty for money and like we all are, right? We're all trying to pay our bills. At the end of the day, we're all trying to make it and not have a shit credit score and not have a ton of debt and all that. But like, you know, don't don't throw other people under the bus to help you. That's that's like one of my biggest messages about the industry. Yeah, unfortunately, it does happen a lot, but yeah. But all we can do is like be good actors and not not be bad actors like those people and contribute to that environment. Right. I think that's really all we can do and all we can hope for is is that there's more people like us out there doing doing their thing and you know I can't I, I haven't even have you heard of any Grammys events yet I haven't even heard of any events yet no I yeah <laughs> but I feel like it's coming I feel like now is the voting season and then they worry about the events after that they're so busy mm-hmm. with that are you going to submit your music oh um, I've been thinking about it I just... it. I did it today you should do it okay I have to like like read more into it because i did see the emails but i've just been having so much going on okay yeah we can definitely talk about that i would appreciate that how many eligible songs do you have because i have two that are eligible and then one upcoming song so it's eligible as well i just have to upload the streaming links later on um i'm not even sure i haven't read anything because these last two weeks have been so busy in september 2021 through now it's eligible okay okay so yeah I feel like you should submit yourself. I feel like you can go win some awards. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I hope they even, like, accept my nomination. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they don't care about how many plays it has or they don't care about, like, how much attention it has online. They're just like, is this a good song or not? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about the Recording Academy. It's not like, how many followers do you have? Are you verified? How many listens do you have? It must be over 10 million. You know what I mean? Like, how people make yeah. it. It's like, no, we're out here hustling. We don't have millions of monthly listeners, but we fucking putting our shit out. And Mm-hmm. putting us in the putting us in the putting it out in the ether to be to be accepted by people and that in that in and of itself is a huge accomplishment and people from dc always tell me they're like you've made it you've made it like you come back here and people are taking photos of you on the street and i'm like i guess that could be considered made it but like in my mind i never feel like i made it like i want to constantly be challenging myself and constantly be putting myself out of my mm-hmm. comfort zone constantly like, learning yeah. yeah learning and growing and everything and i think once you get to that point where you think you've made it that's not it. Like, if once you think you've made it, then you're in a position like someone like Jim Carrey, right? Like, he he worked his whole life to be in all these roles, and he really threw himself and his personal life under the bus to be able to be where he is now, right? And then now he's like, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'm quitting acting because I just can't handle it anymore. And it's like, 
I never want to be at that point with my career, with any aspect of my media career, whether it's acting, music, producing, modeling, where I'm like, fuck this. I'm so uninspired and tired that I can't do anything anymore. I, I never want to feel that way. I want to feel constantly like challenged and constantly on my toes. Like, what could I be doing next? You know, I know so many people who are so content with where they are just because of like generational wealth or like they made that made they made some money for themselves in the stock market and now they have enough to live off of but it's like okay that's one thing but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be like unmotivated for your entire career you know what i mean like money mm-hmm. isn't anything, and i think that we as a society need to fix our view on that yeah like obviously money's nice if i had enough money to never work again obviously yeah i would never work again i just focus on my music but it's like i have to work a fucking day job in social media so i can make this stuff happen and like I think that's awesome. And I think there need to be more people like me and like you who are doing vocal lessons and things like that. Like it's obviously all related to music and like the media career. Right. But it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, once you get to that point, it's like, okay, like take a step back, but you don't want to stop giving back. Right. And it's finding that balance because like the fact that you've performed with Solange and these things and like, you're still is incredible. And like, I applaud you because there'd be so many people probably, and there's probably other girls who you performed with who are like, okay, I made it. That's my biggest goal. I'm good now. <laughs> and it's it, that's, how, that's how our society trains people to be. Set your goals. Very achieve true. Them, move on. And that's it. Yep. Move on. You, you achieved it. Move on. Wow. We need to support more artists going after their dreams, like, in general. Like, the fact that I'm literally, like, running my own clothing brand, like, running my own podcast, like, all of these things. It's like, I'm not making a ton of money off this shit, but the fact that I'm establishing it now and putting myself in the position for these opportunities. It will. It has the possibility to do what you you see for it yeah literally and it's like you gotta start like i'm just starting with this acting coach outside of acting class and she's like oh so you literally only have one lead role and i was like yeah i've only ever had one lead role and she's like that's okay we'll work up to it like you'll get more we'll do we'll do your reels and we'll get you on good productions and we'll teach you what to do so you can get to that point it's like that i need people in my life like that who are like okay well let's make it happen like let's let's work on things like i don't need people in my life anymore who are like oh well you've made it so why worry about things because it's like Mm -hmm. no one who's great has ever been in that position where it's like why worry i'm good it's like put that hustle in and put that work in because if you want to make it happen you're going to make it happen yep and we got to strive for bigger and better and i guess i guess to close out the show i'd love to hear like what advice you have for young people like not just artists like what is your what is your what are your thoughts on like advice for young people if you could tell them like a few things um i would say um what i just one thing that i did say earlier about comparing yourself to people i know it's like really easy to do that um because you see your friends doing different things that you might want to do or see for yourself and it's just not happening yet um I would say comparing yourself can be kind of dangerous to your mental. Because right. um, yeah, I needed to I hear know. that today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Comparing yourself and everybody has their own journey. So just continue to follow your journey and what you see for yourself. It's going to happen. Depending gonna on how hard you work. At, well, yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my That's advice, I'm thinking back off what you're saying, which is like, yeah, like do stuff that's good for you. Like, you need to be passionate about what, what matters to you, whether that's geoscience, whether that's, you know, being right, it a could be anything. pharmacist, whether that's being a tap dancer. You know what I mean? Like, just do whatever is meant for you because it will mm-hmm. come to you when you work hard and you take care of yourself and you make it happen. Yep. 
I even still have to tell myself that. So, oh, every day, girl, every day I gotta tell myself that. Good piece of advice to tell yourself every day. Every day I need to tell myself that. Like, we are working on ourselves, and we need to focus on our passions and not worry about what anyone thinks. Yep. Need to hear more of that. Like, I'm just so used to being compared to people all the time. Same. Like, you sound like this person. You remind me of this person. And it's like, I don't need to hear that. Like, there are people who are literally dying to meet me who are fans. Like, they, like, they literally will cry when they meet me. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, you're my biggest inspiration in life. But then here I am beating myself up. Oh, like, I need to do this. I need to do that. It's like, no. Like, look at these people who wish they could be you, who are inspired by you, who who are like will will live and die by what you tell them you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. the fact that i'm in this position and i'm still like oh my gosh i need to do this i need to do that just shows you like if you don't believe in yourself it will never you'll never be happy enough you'll never have enough it will never be enough for you so i'm trying to feel like always grateful and always blessed you know it's just hard when i see people around me who are like in finance and they're buying homes or like you know what i mean or they're like in banking and they're like going to the Galapagos for two months it's like okay well I can't do that I'm like here every day working but it's like if you love what you do and like you see yourself succeeding that's what you have to do and not not enough people understand that they're like oh well I dropped two singles and nothing yet so I'm done Mm -hmm. you can't just do that right it's a lot more to it it's a lot more to it people love the idea of being an artist or creative but they don't love to actually do the work and deal with the real life struggles the real life ups and downs that come with it because it's a lot but when you're up you're up (laughs) when you're up you're up and it's like you got to focus on your goals and make it happen for you like I never thought I could do playboy girls so many people always made fun of me and they were like oh you know since I'm curvier they're like oh you're fat you're ugly like all this shit about me and all this really like racist stuff about Jews and it's like I always thought oh like you know people are always just gonna say I'm ugly or fat or stupid or like too Jewish to model but then fucking Playboy comes knocking at my door and they're like hey you have so many followers and you're dope you're so beautiful come model for us and it's like because I believed in myself to that point and I told myself no all those people are wrong they're just trying to make me feel bad about myself because they're not doing their dreams and they're just salty they can't make their stuff happen Mm -hmm. when I fully realized that and then took that into account in my life and really started seeing that over the last few years that's why these opportunities come to me and they attract to me because I am that awesome and I am beautiful and I am sexy and amazing. And like the fact that, you know, one of the biggest brands about women's beauty reach out to me to be one of their models is like crazy to me. And it's like the fact I can run my own page, do whatever I feel comfortable with, like run my own life like that is like, that's just another one of the things in my book, like the recording Academy where it's like, clearly I'm doing something right and I need to keep going. And I Mm -hmm. need more opportunities like that every day to be like, okay, okay. Like I just got my first, um role in a sitcom last week and i heard that that morning they're like you're our third choice everyone else can't make it it's like (laughs) you focus so hard on like being the third choice everyone else couldn't make it you always tell yourself i'm not good enough i only got this because the other girl couldn't make it it's like no that's not what matters what matters is you got the gig and it's on your imdb now and you're gonna use it for your footage and you're gonna use it to your advantage right it doesn't matter what anyone else what what you know the situation was that got you the job just be grateful say thank you Mm -hmm. to the universe and make it happen and I think not enough people focus on that 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 side of like, really, if you believe it's meant for you, it will happen. Yeah, what's for you is for you. I tell people that all the time. Yes, literally. And like, I'm going to hear no all the time. You know, I apply to things all the time. Or like, I think I got a good agent or a good manager and I hit my lawyer up with it. And she's like, no, nah, this person's a scammer. And, you know, I get my hopes up. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so great. This is going to be so incredible. It's like, 
sometimes in life we have to understand that not everything's meant for us and like maybe it's part of a bigger plan where like if i did do that opportunity it would have fucked my life over yeah and the universe is looking out for us very true that's happened to me a few times too really something was gonna be super cool and then it turned out to be a scam and i was like oh well I'm glad that happened before I actually went through with something. No, right. Like, I'm that's that's my point. Like, before it goes through, it, you figure it out it's like, okay, thank God. Like, I figured this out because I have this all the time with music marketing people, with gigs, with acting stuff, with social media stuff. You know, it's like if you really value that blue check mark and those like whatever hundred something dollars you're going to get from that opportunity more than your own self respect, then you have a problem. Yeah. And it's like, once I was able to see that, I was like, wow, like, I don't need any anything people say. Same. Like, I don't, I, like, nothing people say can affect me, whether it's good or bad. That's what I've realized. And that's something my therapist has taught me, like. Part of it, you know. You are breaking up just a little bit. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can now. Oh, I was saying there's always going to be people who want too much from you and you can't let those people bring you down. Right. Yeah. And not give into it either. (laughs) Yeah. I think that that's something important that I've learned over the last few years is like, especially when I was in college, people still did bully me when I was in college for being an artist and like people would like tape like death threats and shit to my door and stuff like that and it was like really fucked up like they're just crazy people who are just like faulty going for your dreams you know and what that really taught me like being through those experiences of people being like fuck you hope you die like all this shit it's like okay well i'm not gonna listen to that because i know my inner voice and my goals in life are much more powerful than what you can say to attempt to bring me down and after i worked through all of that you know what i mean with like just going through my trauma and going through like turning my trauma into like beautiful music and like productions and like dope stuff then I realized like oh all this stuff was meant to happen to me so I could see the bigger picture you know what I mean Mm -hmm. wow I'm sorry that happened that's crazy thank you I really appreciate that it is crazy but it's like you know people are gonna have a bad reaction when they see someone doing something that they wanted to do and they they're Mm -hmm. mad to do it and like I think people especially have that reaction to me because they've never seen someone who looks like me, you know, like being Jewish and stuff, doing rap music. And they think like, oh, like that's racist inherently or like, oh, like that's like you think you can do this and that. And it's like, well, I'm doing stuff based off my own culture and my own ideals. And like, I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. So like, why would that make you mad? Like, Mm -hmm. and the people who actually get a chance to listen to my music, they're like, oh, shit, like this is about like being Jewish and like your perspective and like your goals and your life. Like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they just want to automatically see someone who looks like me and be like, no, you're, like, you're racist. You're, like, trying to appropriate black music and stuff. And it's, like, we need space for, like, everyone in the music industry, um, especially black voices. And it's, like, you're only, like, furthering, like, the negative viewpoint on black voices in music if you think anyone who's white or, you know, white-looking doing music is is copying off black culture. And it's, like, a lot mm-hmm. of times it is, but you need to listen to music before judging that. And you can't yeah. just judge people off of their cover, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, what is your point of view on that? Like, especially being a black woman living in Atlanta, like, like being from the East Coast. Like, what is your thoughts on that? Outside um, of the industry, I feel like it's very similar to like saying black people shouldn't do country music. <laughs> Literally, though. Period. <laughs> I feel like um, 
if that's your way of expressing yourself and that's the music you relate to the most, I don't see any problem in doing what you love. Exactly. I don't think, I don't think and, like, music has a genre. Yeah, and like if you're I mean, sorry, music, sorry. A race. Oh, music doesn't have a race. Yeah, mm-hmm. music doesn't have a race. Like, obviously, if you're using, like, I think it's completely inappropriate to use other cultures, like, you know, slang or, like, other cultures, like, how would I even phrase this? Like, just, 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 like, the threads of other cultures. Like, don't use that for your music. But if you're mm-hmm. doing music that's true to you and where you come from and you're, like, expressing yourself in a positive way that makes people happy and it's all appropriate stuff, then why not? You know what I mean? But it's, yeah. like, if you're gonna fucking appropriate people, like, that's fucked up. Like, I've seen people appropriating Jewish stuff, too, and it's, like, I can't even imagine how Black people feel, like, in this country. Like, I don't know. Like, just even seeing people appropriate my race and my my culture being, like, oh, my God, that's so terrible. And it's, like, the fact people can't see that for, like, Black people in America, it's, like, what the fuck? Because, like, yeah. I, I bring this up because, like, I work with so many incredible Black musicians and it's, like, they don't get enough credit. And, like, this industry and this, like, music industry, just music in general was built by Black people. And it's, like, so yeah. fucked up that people are, like, ignoring that or they don't want to, like, acknowledge that because they're racist. It's actually really sad, but you know it is really sad. But I feel like you're one of the people who's gonna fucking change that shit. Like you're well, on your giving your messages, giving your energy. Like you're very spiritual and wholesome and good vibes. And like you're like this is my message. And like I think the fact that you stand for educating the next generation and that you are so passionate about your values is going to in turn affect the music industry. And I could totally see you as a fucking like executive within the fucking recording academy like in uh-huh. or something like you know, doing thank you doing all of that stuff thank you so much i needed to hear that well you did need to hear that because it's true <laughs> it's true thanks i mean that and it, it was so cool to have you on the show and i would love you love to have you on the show again at some point in the future like when you have updates yes and stuff. you I have such a good that. energy and i'd love to meet up with you next time you're in la just like text me yes i will i'm actually trying to come soon so i will definitely let you know that sounds great to me i mean you have you have really good energy and i think you're really onto something with your music you have a great vibe and you're not letting other people like shift what you think of your brand like so many people are going to try to tell you, oh, this is your brand. This is your brand. This is what you need to do. This is your brand. Like, no, this mm-hmm. is me. I'm doing this. This is my brand. This is me. And let me show you what me is. <laughs> yeah, right? And I can't wait to see everything you do. I would love if you could plug for my listeners um, your social media. Yeah. So you can follow me at Maya Dyson, my first and last name, M-A-Y-A-H-D-Y-S-O-N. And that's what all of my music is under, too. So if you're interested in checking out my music... It's Maya Dyson. Hell yeah. <laughs> Everyone go check out Maya Dyson. She's been one of the best guests I've ever had. I really oh, like thank you. your energy. Yes, of course. And like, you're not all about self-promotion. Like sometimes I have people on the show and I really regret it because like, they just all about talk, talk, talk about themselves and like my upcoming song, my upcoming movie, my upcoming. It's like, okay, like I get like, I'm going to let you plug at the end. Right. But it's like, I want to <laughs> hear your thoughts on life. Like, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to have you on the show just to talk about your next fucking thing. Like, let's talk about real topics you know and right and and things that actually have an impact in life and i think that you and your music are gonna change the world i know mm-hmm. people probably tell you that all the time where they're like oh you're like this you're like that you're so great it's like i just really like your vibe and i like your energy and i think the more people we have like you the better because 
we need good vibes in this industry. We're kind of lacking in that department right now. We are. We definitely are. And I think that, yeah, it's it's a pleasure talking with you, and I can't wait to continue connecting. And I think it's really awesome your family's in the DMV. Like, I didn't even know that about you until we got on the... Well, I think I did know that you were in D.C., but I was like, wait, how, wait, how is she connected to D.C.? <laughs> yes. Shout out to the DMV again. I love it. I love it. And I think that you need to continue, and you need to keep inspiring the world, because we need more people like you, and we need to continue on going. And if you ever have a bad day or, like, you ever want to talk to someone, like, hit me up. Like, I am all about just, like, uplifting other women in the space. And, like, you know, sometimes we need to talk to each other and get advice. So, like, if you ever need anyone or you're just, like, having a bad day, feel free to call me. Like, I'll be your Thank homie. you. And same to you. Thank you. Seriously. And you have a great energy. You have a very bright energy. And uh, when you're in L.A., I would love to take you to drinks or just anything. Just, just, just meet up in the first place. Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely keep you posted. Awesome. Well, it's great having you on the show, Maya, and I look forward to seeing everything to come. And to everyone listening, go fucking listen to her music because she's a baller. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. You have bye, a good rest you. of the day. You too. Bye. Bye.